Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. And this week, it's another somebody session in which these nobodies bring on a somebody who is an expert or rising star in their field. This week, our somebody is a Nebraska alum living in Chicago who has cemented herself as a leading voice in Bachelor Nation with her hilarious and insightful commentary on the Bachelor franchise, which you can find every week on her Instagram story. This week's somebody is Jordan Hughes. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. You guys are going to hey make guys. me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hi, Jordan. Hi. Wow. Jordan, thanks for coming on. I'm so pumped to be here. Honestly, you just made me feel like a celebrity. So if we can wrap up. <laughs> well, we're you good are. To go. you're, like, a, you're a somebody. You're yeah, a you're somebody. on your somebody session. So it's a wow. big deal. <laughs> I, I am honored. Unfortunate that we get to talk about The Bachelor, but <laughs> that's the topic. We can talk about Why? whatever. But it yeah, is what you kind of gained traction doing. Yeah. So. Totally. But it depends on who you ask. Like, I feel like it's a love hate for some people. Like, it's looked down upon, or it's like the the common denominator. How long have you been watching? How long have you been watching? Um, excuse me. Sorry. Let me rephrase this. How long have you been watching The Bachelor? Um, I'm kind of a fickle fan. So I watched Andrew Firestone's season like with my mom and my brother in my parents' basement, and I think yeah. that's the first season I watched. I watched Rachel Lindsay's, Nick Vile. Um, I did watch Pilot Pete, Sean Lowe, um, JoJo and Jordan. So like probably the notables, um, but I don't know, a, a few a few seasons, I guess. Do well, you then think that love- you've started to watch it more consistently because you're doing the recaps? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and what, remember- what kind of, and- oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I didn't watch Hannah B's season because I didn't like her, but I can't remember whose season was before that. I think that was my first time I did a recap, and then I did, I recapped Bachelor, Colton, and then I recapped Bachelor in Paradise, and then I said, I'm taking Hannah B's season off. I won't watch that girl. I won't support her on my TV screen. And I, that's when people reached out and said, you know, I really, where are your recaps? Why aren't you doing Hannah B? And I said, I mean, if this is a thing, I mean, I sort of love it. It's entertaining for me. Hell, I sit on that couch and laugh at myself for straight up two hours every week. (laughs) Like it's therapeutic for me. So I guess that's how it kind of started. But I guess I've had some history with the bad in general i think it's well you're seriously so funny like that your recaps are hysterical (laughs) and they're just it's just it feels so refreshing because it feels like i i'll like like i have been last couple weeks i've watched the show and then i i then i've gone back and watched your recaps and i'm like i feel like i was thinking the exact same thing yeah you say i love that yeah i love that it's so great like and what annie and i and and it is it is I mean, I, I'm glad to hear that it's like fun for you. Obviously you wouldn't be doing it if it weren't, but it's like mm-hmm. Annie and I kind of feel like we being on a, doing a podcast, you know, <clears throat> when we started this, we just figured like, this is such a huge thing. This is such a monumental thing in pop culture yeah. that we feel like we have to comment on it. 
But we were then, you know, then we would get so sick of it because we're like, God, the show is just a, a, a train wreck sometimes or terrible. Yeah. And and so then we we started doing this thing where we would just do we would call it bachelor and paragraph where we state our opinions uninterrupted for four sentences and then we just move on. Yeah. And then that yeah. that at least gives us a little bit of like a commentary, but not too much. But I wanted to know mm-hmm. like what like does it ever get to be too much for you? I think it sounds like you didn't watch a season because of it, but um it does it does. So sometimes I dread Monday nights. Like it does feel <laughs> like homework. And Sometimes it just, I'm like, oh my God, I have to sit here for two hours and talk to my phone. But then once I get going, it's so fun. And then like, I get more interaction, more DMs, like more impressions, if you will, um, on Bachelor Mondays than I do on anything. So I think it's fun. I mean, I've met a lot of people through Instagram that I probably wouldn't have without this. But I, it's it's really fun. It is, and I I need to gas you up, you guys, up for a little bit. I'm so glad you guys started talking about The Bachelor, because I was trying to explain what what your podcast was to my eyelash lady actually today, and she was like supporting. She was like, "That's so cool!" And like, "What's the podcast about?" And I was like, "It's nobody's podcast." And I gave your tagline about uh, experts on nothing, opinions on everything, and I was like, "It's like." You, your two best friends that you invite over for a movie and you just end up talking the whole time. And it's just like funny and sarcastic. It's, and it's like, you guys are obviously very close friends and I know you Annie previously, but it's, I'm so, I, again, I'm trailing. This is a horrible compliment, but I mean, it's the bachelor. You, you can say so many things and guys already do that on a number of topics and it would just be like if i invited you guys over on my couch and just talk shit on everyone <laughs> well, that's, that's how it feels like watching your, yeah, yeah it, it also exactly. feels like that when we're when you're watching your stories because it i mean the bachelor in so many ways is just like a like an experiment on the human experience like who yes. in the world would have ever thought that like one man or one woman and then like 25 to 30 of the people from the opposite sex. Like, how is that even fair or possible? Or like, what, who would have thought of that? I could not explain the bachelor to aliens. Like I would be like, okay, it's on this box. It's in the middle of your, you know, so it's very strange, but I think, I think that you have, uh, you have a unique voice and I, I really hope you continue to do it, but what kind of, how do you try to like, there is a lot of bachelor content out there. Like how do you strive to like make yours different than other people's? I honestly, I wish there was some sort of strategy, but I just, (laughs) I just sit there and talk to my phone and I say what I think. Like there will be very little takes, if you will. Like I say a story and I post it. I mean, but I think that's what, I think that's what makes it what it is because it's not like, overly thought out it's very much who you are and anyone that knows you personally gets that and then if you don't know you personally I think people get like a vibe for who you are through that and I think that's what makes it stand out so that's good like that's what people latch on to yeah for sure I agree um useless fact but I actually (laughs) I used to work with Lauren I used to work with Lauren Zima who also does a an after show called Roses and Rosé She also dates Chris Harrison. Um, I and, love Lauren. Yeah, she's really, I mean, the show's really funny. It's like, it's, 
she's gotten it down to, I mean, she obviously has a whole thing behind like a studio whole team behind her and, you know, but she comes out, I mean, to her credit, I, I mean, I don't even know I'm supposed to be sharing this, but she comes up with a lot of the stuff herself. Like it's, it's all just her pretty much riffing, but I did meet, I got, I got to meet Chris Harrison when she like paraded him around the office one time. And I feel like he's actually a lot cooler than (laughs) he is actually a lot cooler in person than he is on the show. I've heard that actually from multiple sources. I just don't mm-hmm. get him. Like, I feel like he's such a dork on the show, like kind of a nerd. And then he seems like I see him in other stuff. And I, you know, even when, you know, the very 10 seconds that I saw him in person, like he seemed way like he didn't seem like the person that you see on TV. I don't know. What do you think of Chris Harrison, Jordan? I, I think he's kind of a, like a boob like he's just like a short dude with weird dad jokes and but he's endearing but everyone that like is on the franchise and talks about their experience afterwards always speaks so highly of Chris Mm -hmm. and like I think he officiated like Ashley and Jared's wedding obviously Lauren Zima from an outside perspective seems like such a catch and she's kind of dorky in her own right too she's just kind of quirky so I mean he has to be sort of cool yeah, right? for sure. Well, there, there, here's the thing. There's no way he takes the show seriously at this point. He couldn't. I mean, yeah, he but that's what I mean. Possibly. So he's so he goes into it and he can be whatever he wants to be because one, he's making such stupid money. Yeah. And two, he could quite literally be any of those people's dads. So <laughs> he has to just be like, let me go, say my line, and get the hell out of there. Yeah, I mean, for real. <laughs> um, does fashion play an integral part in judging these people like do does fashion change the way that you feel about them like does it make you like them more or hate them less i more judge people on like mostly the stars because i know they have a stylist i don't know what who how much the stylist is being paid but she needs a raise or to be replaced because i mean the fashion like every outfit taisha was wearing her tits were out and it was like another Charlotte was like wet seal moment. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah. Is, Charlotte Ru- I, is Charlotte Roos maybe like on staff there? They have to be. They probably yeah. like ABC invested in Charlotte Roos. They're stockholders. They're, they're, they have a seat on the board. Something is happening yeah. with the stylist. Well, <laughs> I have an article actually. I've seen something. I'm... I did not read the whole article. I what is it. Charlotte Ruse? Wait, really quickly. What is Charlotte Ruse? Is it like Wet Seal? I do know what Wet yes. Seal. Yeah, Wet Seal has Wet, thong. Seal. Wet Seal had the had the had the parishion of thongs. Like right when you walked in the door for like ninety nine cents, <laughs> they were like thong after. But I okay, Charlotte, honestly, you know the fact that you know that is appalling. And I know, two, I know, but I don't ever say that again. <laughs> Which means I need to immediately say it on the podcast. So you already have, and now we are never revisiting that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, so Charlotte Roos is like a, that's like the same thing as Wet Seal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say okay. there's similar, like, yeah. Is there on. more fishnets at Charlotte Roos or Wet Seal? <laughs> no, I think Wet Seal was like edgier. And then uh-huh. Charlotte Roos had like more florals. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, so what I dumb. want to say though is that the I had seen something, and I 
again, I'm going to butcher this, but they were saying that when the transition happened from Claire to Tasha, that they didn't have time to do all the wardrobe stuff. So they had to like fit her into some of the things that they had styled for Claire, which is why so many of those things. And again, I don't know if this was like an opinion piece or like if this is true, but okay. they were, that's what they were saying is like why the pieces didn't seem to fit her very well. That's a, well, pre- that's a, seems like a okay. normal response. Okay. Yeah. I, I will accept that for the fit, but it doesn't explain the, the heinous choices. <laughs> of, yeah. Yeah, I just thought she was always in a swimsuit. Her boobs were always out. Maybe that's what you yeah, remember no. because that's all anyone comments. He does have a he does have a thing for big boobs. All right, we don't. We're gonna move on. Oh, we can talk about the ninety nine percent thong rack that you examined in high school, but we can't talk about the fact you like. I was boobs. in high school. I mean, everybody oh, did okay, dumb things so? like that. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, Jordan, would you would you ever go on The Bachelor? Um, I jokingly told my boyfriend that I would because I want Instagram followers and I just like want people to know who I am. But no, <laughs> I could. I, um, I, I that's you, actually a fair and honest response. I appreciate is, that. That is yeah. fair. And I got to tell you that I went on a date. I probably have said this on this podcast, but I went on a date with a girl who asked me if I knew the producers of The Bachelor while we were like this was like our third or fourth date. And she was like, do you know producers from The Bachelor? And can you put me in touch with them, basically? And then she was like, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> I'm yeah. not feeling this anymore. Yeah. After I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I guess I guess could if you want me to. This is a weird request. I was going to ask you, how did you respond to that? I was just like, I was just like, I don't really... I was like, I don't really know anybody that could probably help or whatever. And then she immediately like, yeah, texted me after this like, date ended. Yeah. And she goes, she was like, you could be a part of it too. Like we could do this together. Like you could, you could go, you, you, you know, we could, she's like, I wouldn't do anything with anyone. I would just like be on there and get followers. Basically. <laughs> Did you also ask her if she wanted to split the check after that question? Like that is. So- I had already paid for dinner at this point. I was so mad. Nice. <laughs> oh my she God. was strategic. She was strategic. Wow. <laughs> so bad. I would love to take your guys's brain about the lives you live in California because I don't know if I could hang. Yeah. Well, my life is very normal. So, but and Bryce is that's yeah. like the one day he's been on in six years. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> really, it's really true. I mean, and right now there's nothing we can do because we're completely shut down. So, well, as we mentioned before, Annie and I really uh, love to hate watch this show. What? I have a very mostly hate relationship with The Bachelor. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why do you hate it, Annie? Yeah, I need to know. Um, The more appropriate question would be why would I don't, like, what don't I hate about it? Um, (laughs) No, I very much, well, we can get into it if you really want to get into it. I, I enjoyed, like, earlier seasons, Mm -hmm. Pilot Pete. I stopped watching Pilot Pete and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And so I didn't watch Claire and Tasia's season either because I was like, I just, it was so ruined for me. And then I didn't really want to watch this season, but it is fun to do stuff on the podcast with it. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I can like hate watch it. Um, well, but yeah, there's something about it that I just like, 
I think it's because the the more I've watched, the more I've realized that how much of it is like overly produced. A hundred percent. And that's actually one of my biggest pain points with this season. And it's only week two is like, for instance, Queen Victoria. That okay. it's like this, this show is now teetering on like just absolute fake, fake trash. Because Do you think that she is a paid actress? See, I don't know because I did, I do re I listen to bachelor podcasts like in between the Mondays. So I like mm-hmm. to pride myself on like that. I'm a, like I'm an evolved listener and it doesn't stop on Monday night. So like Nick Viles podcast, I love him. I also listen to this podcast called game of roses and they think this, like this whole franchise is a game and they call people players and they have like errors of the game and like the, like it's so cool. It's actually a really cool podcast podcast concept, but they one of my findings this week is that they said that ev- almost every girl on this season was specifically cast for Matt, which is not typical. So, I it to me, I believe like is Victoria really here for Matt and producers just like kind of like planted certain things because of who she is as a person or and they just like blew it up because girls will come on the show and they'll like know stuff like they'll be like oh Annie's in pharma or, or you know Annie has a trigger on them and then just kind of like poke the bear and then mm-hmm. you just like it everything dramatizes so I guess to answer your question I have no fucking idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that I mean same. I also researched her a little bit like I found okay. like an us weekly article or something about her which by the way is the most work I've done for this podcast since we started a year and a half ago <laughs> I was shocked when Amy and- I actually did some research for her I was like excuse me okay. because I needed to know like how did they find this person because okay okay well let's get wait let's give some okay. to who Victoria is okay. really quickly yeah. just so producer, Bryce. We know. producer yeah. Bryce is, is hopping in first of all Matt is the bachelor he's a 28 year old real estate entrepreneur community organizer he is now the bachelor he's the first black bachelor in the history of the franchise which mm-hmm. is awesome um yeah. but there's a girl on well, it's yeah. horrendous that it's in its what twenty fifth. Well, I also season. actually, yeah, for sure. And I also want to know was he the right person? But we can get into that later. Um, I so Victoria is a girl who I read her bio just on abc.com. First of all, she refers to herself as queen. That is her. That is is her occupation, which we found mm-hmm. out. Um, and she is just. I mean, as we've as you guys have mentioned, is a complete and utter train wreck of a we human can being. Agree, we can agree that the employment status queen just means unemployed right <laughs> yeah, like yes. parents penthouse or something yeah i don't yeah <laughs> well jordan you said on your you said on your stories the other night about her you were like i can't wait for your de- like why don't you elaborate on you can't you couldn't wait for her, her demise i think this game of roses podcast is creeping into my brain when i do these <laughs> recaps because Matt is Matt doesn't want her here. And that's another thing about Matt is like com- you have commercial real estate, Matt, and then you have like goofy stuffing ice cream sandwiches in your face, Matt. So clearly, if you there's two different t- kind of people and the producers are keeping her around. So I'm just like, it's only a matter of time until Matt gets to say and who he's keeping around and then producers can say, hey, Matt, like you can let Queen go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. I I mean, I think everyone that's watched these past two episodes can agree that the producers are the reason that she's still here. Yeah. I don't think we've ever, 
Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen someone like come out of the gates, like, you know, week two and then their first group gathering. She's like, I hate all of you bitches. I'm not in a sorority. I'm here to for Matt. And it's like, <laughs> What? It's it's been twenty minutes. I swear. Like you. <laughs> well, and to, here's the thing. Like there have been people in the past. Like I'm thinking even from Nick's season, like Corinne, or um, what was the chick uh, from Pi- who was it? Pilot Pete? No. Um, are you talking about Victoria F? Yes. That was yes. the other girl. She was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like you, these villains have emerged early in past mm-hmm. seasons, mm-hmm. but never with like Wait, Victoria F was the villain. Yeah, she was kind of like a she was not villain in the way that she was like mean to the other girls. She just like got down in the she got down in the fantasy yeah. suite. Well, she, she had a really separate. Yeah, she also had a really toxic backstory. Like a lot, she's from Virginia Beach. A lot of people came forward and said like. She was a homewrecker and, yeah. you know, my yeah. ex-boyfriend, wife, it was kind of dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so those two come to mind in particular for me, but like both, this is going to be so mean and this is not who I am as a person or what I stand for. <laughs> However, I know, both that, of those but I'm ready girls, to hear it. Both of those girls are, that were villains before. Or I think of like mm. Olivia Caridi. They were stunningly beautiful. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you were like, okay, this chick is a bitch because she gets everything she wants because of the way she looks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you can I kind of in your mind. This is horrible. Yeah. This is so bad. And I'm honestly ashamed. But you That's in your mind, you can justify their behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, mm-hmm. okay, you look like that, whatever. Right. Um Victoria doesn't have a peg leg to stand on in the way of, like, I cannot in my mind justify her behavior because one, the poor girl needs to learn what setting powder is. She looks like she's on drugs. She looks like she's on crack or whatever, cocaine. I don't know. Her eyes, under her eyes is like. She looks like she's coming down off of something. Yes. Yes, Yes. She's on the border of withdrawals. Oh God. But that's, that's, so I'm looking at her behavior and then looking at what a train wreck she is to look at. Mm -hmm. It's harder for me to understand, like even why the, because at this point I do feel bad for her in the sense that she's going to be a joke, like in real life after this. And that Mm -hmm. sucks. It does. Like I, that really makes me sad for any woman that thinks she's going to like gain popularity by going on a show like this. And that's like, that's a whole nother tangent about the show versus real life. And like, these people have to walk away from the show and go back to normalcy unless you're top four and your life changes forever and you never have to work. But right. I mean, you're so right. And that's where it go fake for me. At least Corinne Olympios kind of was picked as a villain by the producers, but she had, she meant well. And I hate when people say, oh, they mean well, but she truly had just like a playful heart and was arguably really funny and just happened to suck a little bit. This girl <laughs> genuinely sucks or like is. Well, and she doesn't a- seem to know. She doesn't seem to know that she's off her rocker. Like no. Corinne no. kind of leaned into the crazy and she like knew what she was doing. And it yeah. feels like, and maybe that's the part where I feel so bad talking shit on her. 
even though she's horrendous. Like, I feel like she's not in on it. I, that's the thing. I, I think she she's like regurgitating every single controversial statement that's ever been said on The Bachelor. She's like, she's toxic. I had to sleep on the bed. Like, she's creating this narrative in her head. Like, yes. you were the one that told 25 girls you wanted to sleep on the couch. She's that's a Bachelor not- super fan. She is. And then my favorite, someone sent me a meme today where, and I didn't even catch it on Monday, but Victoria was like, we're like oil and red wine vinegar. We just don't go together. I caught it when she said it and I was like, ooh, no. (laughs) She also said, she also said, I feel like my team, when they were on the group date, she was like, I feel like my team is all queens and the other team is all gestures. Not gestures. Oh my God. Gestures. I was like, mm-hmm. you are so dumb. So I dumb. feel bad because it is true, Annie. It's like she is a joke, and that does suck that people do have to live their life. I mean, we hear about this a lot with a lot of different reality shows. I'm a Jordan, I'm a huge fan of the show Big Brother, and it's the same thing. Like, except yeah. they're locked in a house and they can't. I mean, I guess it's basically the same thing, but these people come out of there and they're like, their whole world is like up, uprooted and shattered because of the way that they're yeah. portrayed or something that they said, which rightfully so sometimes, but at other times people are just like, hate, 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 hate all over social media. So it sucks. It's almost like they have a false sense of reality. And like they, I think sometimes like maybe a therapy session should be required after you leave these shows. I'm, I'm not kidding. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, it would suck. It would be really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to talk. I do want to talk about Matt because he is somebody that has not ever been. I mean, he didn't. He's an outsider, essentially, meaning that he wasn't on The Bachelorette, yeah. nor was he on Bachelor in Paradise, which is the other two shows. But I was wondering, like, were you excited, Jordan, to see an outsider in this role? Or yeah, actually, I I followed the quarantine crew, which is kind of Matt's backstory and how he came to be a little bit more popular because of Tyler C obviously being on Hannah B's season. Um, but I was, I was excited for a change up. Like I know people were pissed when Ari was the bachelor, but I was like, you know, go into the archives, pull out someone that you wouldn't expect kind of with Matt. Like we, I thought it was cool that Tyler wasn't on the, ep- the first episode and we didn't associate Matt with Tyler C that Matt could create his own narrative. Um, Obviously, I loved his like weird, goofy personality. Like he, Matt seems like a dude that would hang out with like my younger brother and like just mm-hmm. stupid shit and prank people and have like you know mustard eating contests. Like I feel like that's genuinely who Matt is. Um, so I thought I was excited. And Annie, I think it was one of the episodes I listened to today where you were like classic, like a black guy has to come in and like you know make sure I'm like yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I said that on last week's episode even. Like, very classic America. Let's make the black guy. Yeah, it, it, for real. Huge it's problem. all hinging on him. But Annie, yeah. Annie, you said that he he Matt makes you uncomfortable, uncomfy, and not in a good way. Or makes you sweat, but not in a good way. Yeah, so. he makes me really uncomfortable to watch. And here's why. And I'm realizing that I think he's one of those guys that I think when he was younger, like maybe middle school, high school got no attention from girls. Mm -hmm. And so now that he's kind of older and he's come into his own and like, he's like 25 or however many girls are like vying for him. Mm -hmm. He has no idea how to act. (laughs) 
None. And like, None. it's just such an awkward thing to watch on camera. Yeah. Because there was one moment when he was in the hot tub with Brie last night. Yes. That is okay. the most right. quintessential <laughs> bachelor sentence I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but Jordan, you probably know what I'm talking about with this. Wait, there I can't. Was a yes. When they started to laugh and he like got so awkward and like started to kind of like laugh harder than he wanted to and so he like pulled back and he like buried his head like towards her and i was like oh this is so awkward <laughs> there were so many moments in the hot tub where i just like i also am really bad at paying attention to some of like the little things because i live story like i te- i try not yeah. to pause or anything but so many moments in the hot tub, especially like right before he went to kiss her, because it almost like he was he looked a little constipated and like he yes. just held yes. his breath. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Or like just his hand placement. I I couldn't agree more with you. It's so well, and it's so interesting because knowing, I mean, I think anyone that's like I mean, I knew that he was friends with Tyler C and I'm not even a bachelor super fan, so I don't know why I'm holding a pen either. Um <laughs> So I feel like most people are aware of like, that's how he came to be. Um, And it's interesting. Which is interesting. I thought that they just picked him out of obscurity. I didn't realize that he was. Oh, that is interesting. But what I was going to say is it's interesting because Tyler C seems like he has like the most game in the world. Yeah. Right. And to be like such close friends with someone that like, there's no way Matt. Let me, let me, let me, let me just tell you that. Just because your friends have game does not translate to you having game. I am. I can speak from experience. All right. Wait, I was gonna say we know that. <laughs> right? Are you the one with game or without game? Without. What do you think, Jordan? What do you think? <laughs> I'm a guest, so I'm going to assume you have a lot of game. No, no that's no. Like, you none whatsoever. None whatsoever. Um, I wanted to know, Jordan. Um, did you have you like? Do you interact with the contestants or like, do you like in this season, have you reached out to anyone just to like say who you are and that you're a commentator and that you or anything like that? No. And this probably goes back to how this all started because my intent was like, not to like hop on this bachelor bandwagon and get famous because clearly that has not worked, but (laughs) except for now, except for tonight, but it just happened really organically and like I'll tag like a couple people like um and I tagged MJ because I was really impressed by her and she responded, which I, I think her. is I she's incredible. Um and I I also think it's super cool when people are, are just engaging on social media. Like if someone that has a ton of followers or in the limelight like responds to comments or DMs and stuff like that. I did get yeah. reposted by Nick File on his story and Woo! I, I mean, that was a huge move. Like people, people from like high school and college texted me and just congratulated me. And you know, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's when you know you've made it. But yeah, that um, was amazing. Well, I was yeah. told I was told to follow you by someone that I did not realize that we knew in common. Who oh, was who it? was it? Do you remember? Oh, I'm gonna have to think about that. I can't remember who it was, but they reached out to me and said, I think you should follow this person. I think you would think they were funny. And then I followed you, or they like just sent me your account because your account isn't your name. No, it's my middle name. Okay, so when I followed it, I was like, yeah. So I went and I looked at it and I was like, wait a second, I know her. (laughs) And I've been following you for a couple years now. But this was, God, 
I'm gonna have to think on it because I was shocked. It was me but, actually. Um, it was you. That's one too. <laughs> no, but I was shocked. So you're making the rounds for sure. Well, do you yeah. do you have do you think that there's a front runner of this season, like with Matt's season? Like who who do you think is gonna find love with Matt? Is this like a personal answer or like who I genuinely think could? I think both. I I really think that that theory about the the, the other podcast, the Game of Roses. Is mm-hmm. very interesting how it is like a game. And I mean, certain people do get further than others just because of happenstance, you know? So, but I would love right. to hear both answers. We, we would love to hear both answers. So I think Sarah is his front runner. And I also, I think my answer is twofold because I think Matt wants to love Sarah. Because I think if you, if you pick up on Monday he was like in like a b-roll kind of situation and he was like Sarah really needs to tell me something personal he didn't say like he wanted to hear something personal but he just like he really wants to love Sarah and I feel like he's like kind of putting us like a square peg in a round hole like yeah she's hot she's beautiful you know she's religious and the religion is a whole other tangent we can get into but I think from a popularity standpoint Sarah would be a front runner I personally love Kit. She's not going to be top four, but I just yeah. think she's like the cool. Her, she takes the coolest pictures on Instagram, and I well, think she's, she's well. She's twenty one too. I mean, like, I know she's twenty one years old. That is so. They. I feel like they might be setting her up to be like down the line franchise, like a someone that could be the Bachelorette or something. Because it's she's yeah. so young. Why is she going on the show? She's right. so young. She like what Annie? She's, She's a socialite. Her, a socialite, like her yeah. mom is Cynthia yeah. Rowley. So, yeah. like, she doesn't need any of this. Like, this is gonna catapult no. her Instagram career, and mm-hmm. she can launch a fashion brand under her mom's. Like, I think it's a brilliant career move for her. Yeah. I also wonder if producers picked her out, or she applied, or something like maybe as a joke, and they thought they could captivate that kind of audience because mm-hmm. I think. Kit watched the premiere with Kaya Gerber. And like, do you think Kaya Gerber regularly watches the show? Like that inner circle is insane. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's nuts. That's big time. Yeah. And Annie um said she was like, Yeah, Kit is Cynthia Raleigh's daughter, like thinking I would know. I really appreciated <laughs> Annie thinking that I would know someone of that caliber that she thought I was like in the know enough. Well, I will like readily offered that up to him, but I would never go to him and assume he would know a sports star. (laughs) Shade. Shade. (laughs) But true. Really quickly before, before we get to our our special segment, um, talk about the sorority that we, we, a lot of the girls on this season have talked about like, or, and on other previous seasons, like this is not a sorority. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to, like do this. And then some people are like, this is like a sorority. Like it's so much fun with all these people. So you two mm-hmm. were both in sororities. Um, I just wanted to know if this was something that, if this is what it's like, or like, <laughs> if, or like what, it, what do you make no. of those statements? Jordan, why don't you start? Um, I think it goes back to like me on the show. I feel like, I don't know if I could be myself on the show. Yeah. And it's just hard, but no, I don't, I think it would be really fucking hard to be on that show. I think it's mm-hmm. really competitive. I think it would be really taxing. They apparently they keep you up like all night. They wake you up at crazy hours in the morning. But I would say just like a sorority, you would probably meet some really awesome people. 
like outside of your circle, obviously outside of the the city state that you live in, like a Jojo and a Becca, for example, like they're best friends. They're like, she's probably going to be the godmother to Jojo's kid, which is awesome. I would love to go and just experience something like that. Just like, like a Kappa experience because like, that's the sorority thing. I'm not going to go mm -hmm. in there guns blazing like a queen and say, fuck all you guys. Like, <laughs> I was a little lunatic. Yeah. yeah. Like, she, that's a blacklist right there. <laughs> yeah. Annie, what about you? Ooh. No, I agree. I think the comparisons made to a sorority all the time because a sorority is really the only other time, like, or place in the world where you have that many girls living under one roof, unless it's a brothel. Um, and so or the I Bunny think Ranch. Which in Vegas. could technically, that's a brothel, isn't it? Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Or your content um, house. Clubs, your clubs, your club. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's that, I think that's where the comparison comes in. It's just because it's the only time where you have that many girls living together. And I agree with Jordan. I think it's such a unique experience because girls have a tendency to clash more often than they do like come together. And so when you come away with those really strong friendships, like it is, such a unique experience and a blessing to have that happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it is like kind of the perfect, I guess, recipe for TV drama because, mm. and uh, for a human experience, experiment, because it's just like you get all these personalities. And like I said, so often girls clash before they get, get along. Yeah. And I think there's such an element now of this, social media now that we, you know, people are becoming famous. They're now famous for being, now they're not even famous for being on the bachelor. You know, right. they're even, you could argue Tyler C. I mean, that's, he's someone who's like become a socialite of, uh, you know, and maybe, and th that's how this Matt, how Matt even got chosen, you know? So yeah. it's, there's, there's so many layers to this. That's, that's what's so fascinating to me. It's like, there's, I mean, being, you know, working in TV, I don't know if I've mentioned that about 15 times yet, but uh, on this podcast, but working in TV makes you just, it makes you think like there's so many layers to the show that it's like how it, it's just crazy how, how big it's gotten. Mm -hmm. so. And how long it's lasted. Oh yeah. I mean, I think they're going to look at Matt breaking a barrier of the first black bachelor and just like try to, you know, who wins the next Asian bachelor wins the next mm -hmm. like same sex bachelor or bachelorette. Um, they're just going to try to break more walls. And I, and I hope that happens. I think that would be really cool to see, but I also think it's really cool to see the dynamic of like the bachelor versus the bachelorette season, like walking away from clinch season, all those guys, probably like great group of guys, probably one of the best in bachelorette history, in my opinion, they all seem to walk away just super cool, very chill and friends at the end of the day. And it's just mm -hmm. like, that's the, the black and white difference between men and women right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Annie, and I had a, Annie and I had a debate about this last night. Cause I said, I actually like the bachelorette better, mostly because it makes me feel better about myself. And Annie said, stop gauging it like that. Well, just cause like, I mean, those guys I, are clearly, I mean, they seem like even worse off than I do at some of them, some of them do. And they're older oh. than I am. And <laughs> just kidding. But no, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's, it, it's it, maybe it's just a little bit more substantial drama. Like it's not as, and maybe I, maybe it's just funnier for me being a guy being like, this is so ridiculous. Why, why are you, why do you care about like someone, you know, 
bringing a guitar. I don't know, like something like taking, bringing a guitar and serenading this girl. Like, why are you being, I don't know, something like that. And I think the girl drama on the bachelor is just like, it's like Victoria. It's like coming out of thin air. I mean, I know that that's, that is, you know, not that's unique, but it's still funny. I mean, Annie, why do you, why do you like the bachelor much more than you like the bachelorette? Because I think for me, you expect girls to have stupid drama. Like, granted, Victoria aside, because Victoria is a, her own issue. <laughs> um, but you. That was nice. That was really nice. Thank you. I bashed her at the start, so I had to kind of redeem myself as a good human. Um, but I think, like, I look at some of the arguments that I've had with some of my girlfriends, and I'm relatively low drama with my girlfriends, but I still look at them and I'm like, oh my God, that was such a stupid thing to argue about. So I think when you see stupid arguments between two girls that are dating the same guy, you're kind of like, okay. When a, when you see two dudes doing it, it's like, I can't handle this. Like, grow a pair and be a man. Like, I just, I there's something that is very cringy, more cringy to me when men are doing it than when, and I know that's horrible because obviously I do consider myself a proud feminist. However, like I'm watching this trash TV show, so I'm going to get my entertainment out of it. And I just think, yeah, like I just think there's something very uncomfortable about watching two men do that. (laughs) Jordan, what's your favorite? I don't know. I feel like I judge the girls on The Bachelor harder than I judge the guys. Just because like you said, Annie, like I've probably had some very similar arguments to these girls or like said similar things about a guy I wanted to date or am dating. And I'm just like, like, wow, that sounds awful. So maybe it's because I relate to it more or I've been there. I don't know. But I feel like I um, I appreciate the guys on The Bachelorette because, you know, they obviously, you know, poke the bear about certain issues or certain things they want them to say. But when like a guy's super cute, like a like a Ben, um, what's his last name? The bodybuilder, Ben Bryce. The guy, who I, the guy who I sent you, Annie, who I was like, I uh, sent her this. He's on an ad on Instagram. And I was like, this is the guy from The Bachelor. And Annie's like, why do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I was, just saw him. And I was like, this has to be this guy. I see it all the time because I'm always looking at like getting juiced and stuff. So I've got to like. <laughs> oh, <for> always, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know why it keeps coming up. But he's like, yes, he's I can't remember his name, though. But it's Ben. He's a trainer. He's yeah. Like a, he fitness has like a, a fitness studio in like WeHo or something. And he just came off so genuine. He was super cool. But when you like t- hear a guy say everything to a girl that you would ever want to hear yourself, you're just like, wow, this is everything. And so I feel like I get sucked in to, in to the bathroom more because of that. Because like, oh, I love that so much. I love that so yeah. much. So I'm just like, you know, I I get home and I like call my boyfriend and I'm like, ah, why haven't you said this to me? Yet? <laughs> like, I'm sure he loves The Bachelor. I'm sure he loves The Bachelorette. I will say that obviously the success rate of The Bachelorette is like three or four times higher than the success rate of The Bachelor. Um, just further confirming that women make better choices. <laughs> There's like some stat that. Of all the first impression roses the Bachelorette has given out versus the Bachelor, like I mean, eighty percent of the girls that have picked the first impression rose are actually with that person versus the wow. Bachelor. Because 
the guys are just going to based on looks or their limo entrance mm -hmm. or you know the first conversation they have their boobs are out exactly um, back to the boobs but we can't talk about the thongs <laughs> wait, 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 but I, I know because women know what they want. I mean, that's just, it's just proven. It's a proven fact. Well, and Jojo, Rachel, uh, they're both still with their first impression. Trista? Yeah. Trista? <laughs> I don't know if Trista picked Ryan as the first impression. Oh, oh either. Uh, yeah. um, okay, so yeah, now. You guys keep up on your, your Bachelor news. <laughs> Annie, Annie, Annie shocks me every episode with like, the amount of knowledge she knows because she doesn't. She's like, I don't. She doesn't prepare for anything. She's like, I don't want to know anything about the episode. Don't tell me a single thing. I just want to be surprised. And then she comes out the gate with like more knowledge than I even know about the subject that I've been reading about for three days. I'm like, but you have to remember, I I have nearly a photographic memory. So I like, know. if I skim it in the news, like it's in here mm -hmm. forever. So that. yeah, that's another thing, Annie. I was listening to all your guys' episodes today, and I was like, Annie's so goddamn smart, like, and just like so well spoken. So smart, Wilkinson it's so annoying. Have, it's like the it's the Wilk swag. It's it's annoying, but it's also beyond impressive. <laughs> no, I'm just that so very, that's so flattering. Thank you. I need to prepare myself. <laughs> they no, all are no, like no. that too. They're oh, all yeah. like that. They're all just like, oh, I'm just whatever. So smart. Just walk into a room like the most beautiful person you've ever seen. Walk into any room. You know, you're <laughs> like, God. Okay. I'm turning so red. Thank you so <laughs> okay, much. All right. All right. <laughs> so now, so it's like, now, now it's time for the mom question, Jordan. Annie and I love our moms a lot. And for these somebody sessions, we thought it would be fun to ask one of them to submit a question to ask our somebodies. Today's mom question comes from Annie's mom, Lori, a.k.a. Mama Wilk. So Annie, take it away. Yes. She says hello, by the way. Um, Hi, Lori Mae. She, she wants to know if you would want your daughter, son, sister, brother, or anyone really close to you to be a contestant on the show. My knee-jerk reaction is absolutely not. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you had to pick one of those people, who would you want? I think I would pick, like, a brother. Mm -hmm. Um but I want them to be like the lead, not a contestant, yeah. because yeah. obviously the leads get better treatment. I do think they are manipulated in some way, but I obviously, I think my, the world of my brother and I would just want like everyone to know how great he was. So being the lead would be a fitting role, but that would, it would just suck. That experience sucks, whether it's like a super high experience or a super low experience, yeah. but so no. true. God. Mm -mm. Yeah. I just want someone that I know to go on it so I can be present for hometowns. <laughs> um, because I do think, like, God forbid it was one of my brothers because none of the girls would make it past me. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Yeah. You don't think but that's all cool. I think you would be cool. You I do, too. I don't, think, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Yeah. I... I am very critical of the people that my siblings have brought home. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But you would ask really yeah. good questions. I feel like you would be really thoughtful. You'd get to know them. Oh, like, no, no, no. no. If, I, if I was on the hometown date, I would be the breakout star of the season. <laughs> okay. As the sibling, I would be the breakout star. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right all right well now we're now it's time to end our somebody sessions we like to ask everyone the same three questions these are kind of rapid fire but annie uh annie you take these away too okay the first one is what is your favorite hard seltzer i don't know if i have one i don't even know what that is i don't think oh like a white claw or a truly the hard mm. seltzer none of the other <laughs> Oh, what's your okay? Then what's your favorite alcoholic? What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? Oh, I love a tequila, like a tequila cocktail, mezcal, maybe. Yeah. Okay, try um ranch water. Ranch water. Okay. Yeah, that's a tequila-based hard seltzer. You like it? But like, is it kind of like a white claw where you can drink ten? And you're not drunk, but you just feel like you're gonna run to the bathroom <laughs> because uh, I didn't <laughs> um, no, they actually ranch waters will hit you. Um, the second question is what is the best ad- piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, this is hard. I don't know why I put the inflection where I did, so let me rephrase. <laughs> what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? <laughs> I think I like the other the other cadence better. So if you just repeat that that would be I know, as it came out of her mouth I was like that doesn't sound right <laughs> um I don't know because I feel on the spot and I'm not 100% confident in this answer but I feel good about it it's from my dad he has always told the worst they can say is no so like always ask um okay the final question is what do you believe that you are an expert of Um, guys, I don't know if I have an answer to this, which is embarrassing. Actually, you know what? I'll say pizza. I know. Love it. Yeah. That's actually a great answer since you live in Chicago. I like that. Yes. I don't like deep dish pizza. Do you like the New York style? But you're an expert and so you must have a good reason. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like New York style all day. I've recently learned that like Connecticut is different than New York style. I'm a big Detroit style pizza gal. Okay, well, these are all these is all way more informative than I've I mean, ever heard about pizza. Yeah, it's um, I I kind of want to date 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 Portnoy like in my next life. I think he would be really funny. I don't know. There you go. He would be, and he's a good dude. He's a good dude and he's yeah. he just says what's on his mind and i just i can't help it yeah you saw he's little. raised he's raised like 20 million or something it's for insane. it's small awesome. businesses 20 mm-hmm. no 200 million something crazy but yeah anyway i mean that's that's pretty much our show that's that's all we've got so thank you so much for coming on jordan you can and should follow jordan on instagram at jordan.miro am i saying that correctly yeah. miro yeah. okay great jordan.miro for oh, all her spell it M-I-R-O. And Jordan is with, a, so it's J-O-R-D-Y-N dot M-I-R-O for all of her incredible Bachelor-related content. Every Monday, she also has them on the top of her gram right under the follow button. So just click follow and then start watching all of her Bachelor stuff, okay? You will not be disappointed. Yes. Thank you, Jordan, Very for coming on. This was this a was- blast. Yeah, this was so fun. Um, just really quick for the listeners, if you are not following us yet on Instagram, please do so at Nobody's Pod at Annie underscore Wilkin at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at Nobody's The Pod. Same for our personals. Or you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And please take five seconds to give us a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes.
Thanks, guys. Please wear a mask. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.